Good morning to all of you out there. Hope everyone is doing great. It is Sunday, September the 25th. This is Real Talk with Raz. Um, couple of things before I get into some stories. As you might have realized, I've talked about sports and politics or current events in my recent podcasts. I, I really love talking and discussing both. So going forward, I'll try to upload twice per week um, or at least once depending on my schedule in which I'm going to alternate. So I'm going to dedicate one video purely to sports while the next one will be purely about current events, politics and such things. Um, I might eventually create a different channel where I solely talk about sports or politics. Um, but as for now, I'll be on this channel only. And uh, with that, let's get into it. Um, yeah, some interesting stories to dive into, starting with Stacey Abrams. Yeah, you're right, Stacey Abrams from Georgia. Unquestionably, top-tier lying Democrat is back at it again with a new hoax. After claiming for years that she's won the 2018 election against Brian Kemp, she decided to run again and again decides to fabricate stories. So uh, Stacey Abrams recently made the news proclaiming that there's no such thing as a six-week heartbeat on the ultrasound. Yes, uh, you heard that right. She actually believes that the heartbeat at six weeks is fabricated. Um, I think by now everyone has seen the video of Abrams speaking at some sort of conference about it, about the heartbeat being fake. Um, is it surprising? No, it, absolutely not. After she still claims that she's won the previous election, still in 2022, four years later, she still claims that, that she won against Brian Kemp. No, it's not, it's no surprise that she keeps up with these lies. Um, couple years ago, or no, actually last year, when... The new, war, uh, the new Georgia voting bill came out in 2021. Um, there were a bunch of lies coming from President Biden and Abrams, which included that they claimed the new bill restricts early voting, which is false. It's actually quite the opposite. The bill offers opportunities to vote earlier and on weekends as well. Uh, furthermore, they the everlasting claim that voter ID is racist. Uh, it's crazy how this is still even a thing. Like, honestly, folks out there, who does not have an ID? Uh, without an ID, you can't get a job. You can't drive a car. Uh, if you're unemployed or if you're poor, you cannot apply for food stamps, for welfare or unemployment. Uh, basically, you can't do anything without it. There, there are plenty of more examples why IDs are essential. Regardless, the bill actually allows people in Georgia to vote by simply showing a utility bill. So that you're living in the state of Georgia... Um, that you, yeah, your house, whatever it is, you just have to show a utility bill, not even an ID, just a utility bill. So no, uh, quote unquote, Dr. Stacey Abrams' new lie about fetuses not having a heartbeat at six weeks is not a surprise. Um, it aligns with pretty much everything she's saying, It's and, and also it's, it's medically so wrong. Whether you're pro-life or pro-abortion, um, this has nothing to do with control of men over women or men preventing women from having an abortion. Like nothing at, at all. Uh, it's simply a way of showing, hey, the baby has a heartbeat. Hey, the baby is healthy. Uh, that's all. Uh, for women and men out there, it's it's one of the most exciting things to witness. The first heartbeat. Yet Stacy is spreading conspiracies to convince people to vote for her. Uh, how many times has a fetus's life been saved? due to an ultrasound, when, for example, the child wasn't healthy and it allowed doctors to see that and then to operate to save the child's life. Um, 
this is this is pretty much the equivalent of saying that x-rays aren't real um, over over the last decades and in the last years medicine has evolved so much that through the minds of incredible people from all around the world and, and especially here in the u.s that they have saved lives by inventing medications treatments scans and yes that includes the ultrasound which dates back into like the 50s but no stacy abrams is convinced it's just another met method to keep women from having abortions by the way Stacy wants no limits on abortion whatsoever. Zero. Whatever goes, whatever goes is right to, in her mind. At what at what point? Even if it's not uh, at eight months, nine months, that's fine with her. Um, again, if you're for or against abortion, you cannot tell me that this is right. Late-term abortions are crazy. Um, yeah, and but again, we're getting closer to the midterms, and it's yet another pathetic attempt. Of the Democratic Party to gain sympathy votes, which I don't really know how she's doing. She's gonna get those by doing this. Um, who's she appealing to? Like, I, I can hardly imagine anybody going out there. Oh yeah, Stacy, she's totally right about this. Um, well, yeah, of course. Except MSNBC's fact checkers, um, they go, oh yeah, well actually she had a point. No, it, she's flat out wrong and spreads medical misinformation. Speaking of medical misinformation, Dr. Fauci, the man of the pandemic. I don't think anybody, anybody's had more screen time on national television when talking about COVID. Nobody. The bigger the stage, the better for COVID. The better for Fauci. And don't tell me that he's humble and he only wants to help. The man agreed to do his own documentary on Disney Plus on how great he actually is and how well he's done and all this crap. But it felt big time. 2% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. By the way, have you seen some of the comments on the trailer? Uh, one guy wrote, Glad to see Disney is finally getting into the horror genre. Another one wrote, Spoiler alert, The main character doesn't end up doing anything helpful to this country. And they're proving it to you by actually making this film. Or government propaganda. And my personal favorite, a guy quoted a line from the trailer which says, When COVID hit, he became this target, to which the guy who wrote the comment adds, Nope, when he started lying, people started asking for accountability. And folks, that's the golden question. Where's the, un where's the accountability for this guy? And who's supposed, who's supposed to be the leading epidemiologist in this country? Um, a new book written by former White House spokesperson Brian Morgenstein, Morgenstern, sorry, claims that Fauci mocked his own mask and COVID advice privately. He would go out to restaurants, make fun of people that follow his advice, and he himself had a great time gathering with people, being out, basically doing um, what he told everybody not to do. And I remember, especially in the beginning or even months in, that people were so scared because of what this guy was talking about. Um, yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, he was basically doing what governors like Gavin Newsom were doing. Remember him turning California into a communist state, shutting down everybody except, of course, himself and for some reason the movie industry, um, shutting down certain restaurants but not others. Only he didn't shut down the restaurants that he wanted to go to. He would go out dining, laughing, having great time in public 
while everybody else was shut down, wasn't allowed to work, wasn't allowed to make a living for their families. Um, it's the old standard, rules for thee, but not for me. Seems to be quite a common theme over the past couple years, which by the way, also Stacey Abrams was embracing, visiting schools and where everyone, including kids under the age of five, had to wear a mask, except, of course, her. Um, anyways, when history is written, I hope we look back on Fauci and realize the lies that he's told. First, masks don't work. Then they do. Then he says he only said they didn't work so that people in healthcare can have them. Then he says two masks are better. I, I remember walking around grocery stores and actually seeing people wearing two masks. I still see people wearing two masks. Um, then his whole involvement with the gain-of-function research, his involvement with the Wuhan lab, him defending, giving, him defending the government giving hundreds of thousands of dollars to the Wuhan lab, where most likely the virus has originated from. The only man asking him, asking him about this, and actually at least trying to hold him accountable, was Rand Paul. That's it. One guy. Sure, some networks talked about it, uh, but everyone else has turned a blind eye on it. Nope. Nobody wants to hold this guy accountable. Zero. Um, let's be honest, the virus came out of a lab. No ifs, buts, and maybes. It came out of a lab. Fauci continuously lied to us through the past two years, and now that he knows that the midterms are arriving and that his side that supports him and wants to do anything to keep him on television and to want to keep him as a talking head, he's resigning. In the, I think it's in December when he, in December when he's out. Um, shortly after midterms are over, I guess, um, because he doesn't want to be held accountable. Uh, the shutdowns were an economic disaster, lasting till this day. Food shortages left and right. They're still in grocery stores. No matter where you go in the country, there are certain products grocery stores are just not getting in. And when they're getting them in, there's other products that are missing. Um, the, this man kept recommending to lock down at all times. Every time there was a new variant out, which, by the way, is a normal thing for a virus to do, has always happened, but he kept telling people to shut down, and some states listened, and some states did not. And economically, economically, looking at it, all the states and cities that didn't listen were better off. We're in the end of 2020, and people still have to deal with this nonsense. People lost their jobs over lockdowns, over this fraud's advice. At what point is he going to be held accountable? Can he be held accountable um, once he's not a federal employee anymore? He, he should be, right? Just because he's out of office he, he, out of, or, or not a public servant anymore, then all of a sudden everything, all of a sudden they don't have to hold him accountable anymore. All of a sudden he can't be charged anymore. Um, we'll see about that going forward. Um, if Republicans take back, back the House and the Senate, uh, latest in 2024, if they take back the White House, um, there should be something happen. He should be held accountable. There's no reason not to. He lied about masks. Um, then he lied. Then he claimed once people get vaccinated, it'll all be over. Remember that? Remember in the beginning, it was two weeks to stop the spread. And then went, okay, once the vaccine, vaccine rolls out and everybody gets vaccinated, it'll all be over. And anybody who is vaccinated will be protected. Lie. Then it went to, oh, there are a few breakthrough cases. 
lie. Um, to and then went to anybody can get can still get it and anybody can get really sick from it still. Uh, for I remember in the beginning when they were reporting it was like a, uh, the the COVID, vac- COVID vaccine was like a ninety nine percent success rate, um, which seemed odd to me at the time. Nobody was talking about side effects, long term side effects. We still don't know the long term side effects. Um, Kids are now having myocarditis all of a sudden, which is a super rare thing. And yet you see ads out there from hospitals warning about myocarditis. Um, it's not normal. 95% of parents have decided to, vac- to not vaccinate their kids. Regardless of their politics, the vast majority of parents are against these, mandate- against these mandates. So they're slowly removing these mandates, but... Here's the question. All the people that lost their job over this, regardless which industry they're on, are they getting them back? All the military service members that lost their job over it, are they getting their job back? Whatever it is, this falls back on Fauci and his lies. This guy is the leading immunologist of the country, and basically everything he said over the past two years has been wrong. Where's the accountability? It's got to happen. Um, I'll tell you who's not been wrong, though, though, with his response to COVID, Governor Ron DeSantis, a man who's hated by the left almost as much as Trump. He's uh, left the state of Florida open uh, pretty much through the entirety of the pandemic and has now reached the point of leaving the 10 largest states in the country in lowest unemployment rate and most new businesses. Um, 250,000 more businesses than California, which, to be fair, is not surprising. Nobody wants to live in Marxophonia anymore. Um, Governor Newsom is like the greatest employee or employee of the month, employee of the year for U-Haul trucks. Um, everybody's leaving. Nobody wants to live there anymore. People had enough. But DeSantis has proven how to run the state and how to do it successfully. I remember... In the beginning when they shut down New York and everybody was moving down south to South Carolina, to Georgia, and especially to Florida. Um, nobody wanted to be up there anymore. And the same with, same happened to California. They moved to Texas with uh, Governor Abbott. Yeah, they've shown, Ga- Governor Abbott and DeSantis both have shown how to run a state successfully through a crisis like this. Um... Also, another thing that Governor DeSantis has accomplished is that the Democrats are finally ready to talk about the crisis at the border. Um, As you probably know, for the longest, there has been a big issue at the border, especially in the last year and a half. And um, there's thousands of undocumented immigrants running over the border every single day. And, And although Governor Abbott of Texas has kind of led the charge and has sent undocumented immigrants to blue states and cities. DeSantis topped it all recently by sending 50 undocumented immigrants to the Democrats' favorite vacation spot and living location, Martha's Vineyard. Uh, And before all of you lose your mind about me talking about this, since I'm an immigrant, let me tell you this. I'm all for immigration, okay? Uh, I, I think that anyone who is trying to come to America to actually better their life uh, to actually improve things and create a better environment for themselves and their family should have the chance and the opportunity to live here. Um, 
after all, I'm an immigrant and I know how much better I ha I've got it in the United States, which, by the way, regardless of what's going on right now, is still the greatest country on the earth. Um, on earth, it always will be. So yes, I get why people want to come here. There's more opportunities here. There's more freedom and especially people that come from political and religious perse persecution want to come here because of our constitution, a constitution that so many countries out there do not have. Um, so yes, I get it. A ton of people want to come here and, and I'm all for it. The US is a country with most immigrants in the world. People know why they want to come here. Uh, freedom and liberation. Anyways, uh, as most of you have seen in the news recently, Governor Ron DeSantis sent two flights with 50 undocumented immigrants up north to Martha's Vineyard, which is the Democrats' favorite vacation spot. Um, but apparently it's too good for immigrants. Um, also, remember when Biden sent undocumented immigrants in the middle of the night last year in planes around the country? Nobody seemed to care. No news outlet would cover it. Um, there was barely any talk about it. Apparently, back then, it was not a human rights violation. So, DeSantis sends immigrants to Martha's, Martha's Vineyard, and you saw what happened. There was a faster response than pretty much Benghazi. Um, immediately, they were ready to kick them out and send them back to where they came from to deport them back. Uh, it's pretty incredible how, how fast they were. Uh, got the military in, got got security in, um, and all they do is preach left and right about letting everybody into the country, but not into their neighborhood. So I tell you what's so genius about this idea. It shows the Democrats double standard. It shows the lies. It shows they want them here, but not near their homes. Uh, but listen to this. Martha's Vineyard has a population of 17,000. And they had to deal with 50 immigrants. That's it, 50. That's nothing. Del Rio, Texas, which is a border town to Mexico, has a population of 35,000. They have to deal now with 49,000 undocumented immigrants, with 49,000 undocumented and probably some documented immigrants. Um, you want to talk about fair? How's that fair? Um, that, and by the way, that's not the only border town to Mexico that has to deal deal with this kind of stuff. They're not so Texas places that border these uh, border Mexico, um, like Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and even California. Are there supposed to be sanctuary states that just take everybody? Um, even Florida, who has to deal with immigration from Cuba and other places as well. Are there just the sanctuary states? Are the southern states the only states that can take? Um, immigrants is, is that how it works um, there's supposed to be plenty of spots around the country where they can be sent to but apparently the wealthiest uh, location of them all that's that's not good enough that, that's they're too good for them and immediately send them back um, the border cities are taking everybody they're taking everyone right now and the ones that live there are supposed to just accept that um, there are plenty of sanctuaries around the country like I said but for some reason, it's they don't want them there. Um, are we going to ignore the fact that every wealthy politician takes extraordinary measures to protect their homes from anybody out there? With walls, by the way, and armed guards. And by the way, they want to take your guns that you want to protect your family with. Um, yeah, again, uh, makes no sense. Um, 
sure, they're public servants and, and all that, and they need protection. I, I get that. But everybody in this country deserves protection. And with the cartels running Mexico and being right across the border, who, by the way, take advantage of the open border, using kids to come in, pretending to be families in order to get into the country, is that fair to the people that live in these border towns? Is it safe? Do they not deserve protection? Whatever you do, the border needs proper protection and security. Uh, for <clears throat> excuse me, for decades, either side of the political spectrum screamed that the border needs to be secured. When President Trump came along and said it, and and all, then it all beside, all of a sudden became racist. He builds a wall. It's racist. Like it's supposed is it supposed to be just a talking point whenever elections come around and politicians aren't supposed to actually do anything afterwards if they win. Only when Trump came in and said, "Okay, listen, we're going to do this." Uh, we're going to build a wall, we're going to secure the border, we're going to hire people to be security guards at the border. Um, apparently, that wasn't okay. Um, how much has to happen that something actually will change? Now, at least they're talking about it, everyone is aware of it, and that's a great thing. But I wish that they would take further precautions and actually do something. DC is a mess, and, and everyone knows that. Um, I, everybody that I talk to doesn't like what they're doing in DC. Um, nobody's a fan. And all they do is talk. They, they never really do anything. Conversations is good and they're important. Um, everybody should have these discussions. But action is more important right now. Folks, I don't understand why security is such a big deal to some people when it comes to the border. Again, this is nothing against immigration. Everyone that wants to work here and wants to make a better living deserves a shot, 100%. I had that shot. I am working here. Um, I, I love it. I love being here. This is the greatest opportunity I've ever had in my lifetime. And I think people deserve that shot if they're, willingly, if, if they're willing to come here and actually work. But cartels are taking advantage of an open border right now. And are bringing drugs such as fentanyl across the border. If you look at the uh, at the data uh, over the last few years, fentanyl deaths kept increasing year by year, and much of it is smuggled across the border into the country. And, and t don't tell me it's not happening. Look at the data; it is happening on the daily. How much more has to happen before security becomes a priority? Democrats keep lying about the border. Will, will they will travel? This is pretty funny. Remember how they uh, Biden put Kamala in charge of the border? And she she kept refusing to visit it. And when she did visit, she visited like the most secure, like one of the, the cities that see the least amount of people running across the border. And she said, oh, everything's fine over here. Nothing to see. We're all good. And yet on the daily, hundreds, if not thousands, people are coming across undocumented, which again, the cartels are taking advantage of that and other criminal organizations across the border are taking advantage of that. And Democrats keep lying about it and pretend everything is fine. And I get it. Republicans have not, have not, they've had their chance over the last decades to secure money for the border, especially under Trump. But neither Congress nor Senate, when they were in charge, they failed to act. And this was a common theme, by the way, through the Trump years. A lot of things didn't get done because both the Senate and uh, House refused to act even when they were in charge, when Republicans were in charge, because it's a talking point. And they want to keep it a talking point because it gets votes for either side. 
both sides will argue their point to get your vote, and once they get your vote, nothing happens. This is a common theme for pretty much anything out there. How many times have they told you they will do something, and as soon as they got your vote, they just dropped you. They didn't care. They don't care about you. Um, but I tell you this. The Democrats have had their shot in the past two years, and they've failed miserably. Um, remember, remember that going into the election. Remember crime, remember border security, and remember the economy. Again, guys, I don't know how many times I have to mention this. I'm not against immigration. The, the United States was built on immigration. I'm very aware of that. And it's extremely important to the country to have immigrants because some of the smartest minds come from around the world to America to have a better life. And we should encourage that. But to just openly let anybody walk in without documentation is freaking ridiculous. Um, that's what matters this year. That's what matters at the upcoming midterms. Remember that. Um, as for now, that's it for me. Uh, thank you so much for everyone that listened. I hope you have a great day. And until next time, this is Real Talk with Raz. See ya.